0: Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It was the spring of 1992, around this time of year, 28 years ago, and summer was quickly approaching. I was a new Muslim and rejected by those in the world who were supposed to be closest to you. I was told I wasn't welcome in my family home, and the university dorms were closing for the summer. I had only a few weeks to figure out how not to be homeless. There were a group of Muslim singletons on this Midwestern campus who consequently created the MSA that we know today, and had been born just years earlier. I turned to them, my new community, for help in a time of adversity. And within days, one friend had found a place I could sublease for the summer that was affordable to get me through the summer. Another helped me get a phone, because back then there were no mobiles for the common student. Another lent their car to help me move, and I myself found a summer job in the library while simultaneously working with the university administration who helped me become emancipated from my family so I could not have to take into account my family's wealth or income to receive financial aid to continue my education. By the end of the summer, I was homeless once again with fewer resources, and as this gap between emancipation and financial freedom and dependence had its own time frame, once again another sister, who was also a convert, opened her home to me for the gap of time between getting back into the dorm and the end of the sublease. She sheltered me, she fed me, and she awakened me for Fedger every day. In what was a time of great loss, new beginnings, a time of great difficulty came great ease as well. There were hands reaching across to help from unexpected places. While this would not be the last time I faced great difficulty, it was the first time I knew that without a doubt, la shaka, that when I took a step toward Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that assuredly ease would follow. In addition to that lesson, I also learned that despite what, or in light of what any one individual in our community goes through or suffers, there are opportunities that come with the difficulty, opportunities for our friends, our families, and our community to step in to ease the suffering of others while simultaneously fulfilling their commitment to their dean. It may not be you in the suffering position you may have an opportunity to heal others. Or you may be the one who is suffering, and you may need help in learning how to ask for help. During my own journey, I learned that my experience was not the norm, alhamdulillah. Most people remain connected to their families for their lifetime without disruption. And most families embrace one another as much as possible to keep their loved ones in the fold. This is where it was also evident that the medicine we give must be tailored individually. While we try to treat the whole with generalized medicine, to do it well, we must, as our Prophet Muhammad peace and blessings be upon him, did and treat the person who was before us. This is the easier and more difficult to do depending on the resources available. The more or the less of scarcity, of fear that exists and the boundaries that are upheld of the broken. While it is easier to retreat and begin to fold in some of those boundaries to keep tighter control over everything in our families, it is important that we remember this is one event. The COVID-19 virus will pass and we will need to move forward after it ends. The more boundaries we are able to keep upright and not collapse, the easier we will be able to move forward. So it is really important that we do our best to not give into that fear and collapse those boundaries at this time. It is with this idea in mind, I thought today we could discuss and reflect on some of the great opportunities that come in times of difficulties particularly the difficulty we find ourselves faced with today in this time of the COVID-19 crisis. We find ourselves in a time where we literally are looking in the face of a type of extinction of human beings all over the planet, and we choose to come together or we can choose to tear one another apart. Inshallah, I pray we are of the former and lesser of the last. I pray that we are able to see that with these difficulties not only comes ease, but opportunities to create ease for one another. There are many ways in which we can turn an event with what appear to have negative consequences to having positive outcomes. When my loved ones turned away from me in the 90s, it wasn't because we had poor interpersonal relationships, although there were certainly some of them true. The community I grew up in was very supportive. However, those who controlled public narratives and those in control of the narratives in print were promoting what I came to know as false and inadequate understandings. These informed people into thinking what were maladaptive thoughts at the time, like, there is more that divides us than we have in common. These kinds of thoughts were what allow someone to turn their back on their tribe or their community members over something that, when we really examine it, wasn't so awful after all. Most of the young people back then that were my age when I converted were looking toward drugs and parties and promiscuity. I was looking toward forming a closer connection to God. But the narratives that existed were effective in swaying the group into thinking things were just, you know, that were just simply false. Characterizing Muslims into something we just simply are not. Fast forward nearly 30 years later and these false narratives are even more out of control because not only are there people in control trying to spread false narratives through rhetoric and print, but there are also people out of control emotionally, psychologically, and just blatantly ignorant with the ability to peddle their own false narratives all over social media. In print and visually, saturating saturating the minds of people in such a way that they cannot distinguish the lies from the truth. As we know from our prophet Muhammad, may peace be upon him, that we will confront a time when we can't distinguish a lie from the truth. And we may very well be in that time now. But unfortunately, because of these stories, these narratives that exist, people are not able to get enough silence with all the noise swirling in their minds, even when they unplug from these electronic sources, to just sit in their own silence and think for themselves. To just have, even when they unplug, these, they they don't necessarily have the ability to channel and take out all those voices. It is like there are a thousand spears coming at them constantly to push them this way or that way, where they dance to the spears' movement to avoid being cut. Just as empty boxes on a shelf that take up just as much space as full ones, so do false speeches, talk, and ill-informed thoughts take up as much space as ones that are based in truth foundation, and real information, only in our psyches instead of on shelves. I pray that we are a people who become those who are of the latter type of truth, foundation, and real information, and not those who rely on falsehoods and the promotion of a neuroses and neurotic behavior in our youth, our community, and our broader society. The buildup of decades of gross global untruths has led people into a state of confusion. And this event of global virus parallels the process of this destructive force and nature of the more insidious one of those in power who are writing and speaking the narratives of many. And this has left us with a couple of choices and opportunities. We have a great opportunity to instill and recognize the possibilities of hope. Let me say that again. We have a great opportunity to instill and recognize the possibilities of hope. The truth is we have more that binds us together, more that is in fact in common than we have that is different. Within this confusion, we are faced with opportunities, meaning within this difficulty of our current time, we have a few choices to create opportunities to ease, to hope or, and, and continue on a path that has fewer distractions and to re- remove those paths that create distractions and false outlets that will either confuse or numb us to our reality. I pray we are a people who find meaning and opportunities for ease and not those who move blind to and fro, following their distractions to numb themselves from reality. How do we become the people who are a people of truth and who create opportunities in the face of difficulty that bring ease? We can begin by paying attention to both the lessons of the present and the past. Namely, we look at what we are being forced to take account of and in this time of pause we reset and make a plan to move forward, again with intentional movement, realizing regression will happen every time we try to make a new change, but that we need to pivot and move some of us individually in a better direction, but also communally we all need to move into a better direction. It is time for us to learn how to, and we need to turn toward one another to do so and come together. Some of these opportunities look like protecting our elders. What are we doing in times that are not in in crisis to ensure that they are cared for, that they are looked after, while also simultaneously not isolated? They are very valuable members to our community, and we need to ensure that they are well taken care of, and that we are harnessing the lessons that they all have in their memories so that we can move forward in a more positive way. We also need to take this opportunity to protect our youth. A few short days ago, a young boy in our city died, not because he was shot or because of some act of his own doing. Rather, because he didn't have health insurance and was turned away from getting the critical care that he needed at the hospital that he drove to. While being transported to another hospital, he went into cardiac arrest and passed away. All the children of Allah's creation have rights upon us. It is time we start looking at long-term plans of how we are going to be the ones who advocate for their care. Be they Muslim or not Muslim, they all have rights upon us. They are children. No child should be left without the basic human rights of care from our elders in society. May we do better toward this population. Next, we need to take care of ourselves. I would be the first among you to say that I indulge in some unhealthy practices from time to time just as much as the next person. And yet, part of what makes this crisis worse is that we are not addressing as a community what needs to be addressed when there isn't a crisis, including our own individual health and development. Our couples and families have become so confused by all the distractions much of which comes by way of screens, they stop spending time with one another. And now that they are forced to, by nature, be in close proximity to one another, they don't know how to begin to interact and maintain company with each other. We also need to work very hard on a plan to set the stage and path for our youth to get married and find good, marriageable mates. Additionally, our communities rely on the edifices, like our mosque, to be there all the time. And yet they don't connect to that to keep the edifices in place that there are costs to maintain with them. So we often visit these places and take them for granted and don't realize that there is much going on behind the scenes, much to take care of, Uh, much involved in terms of being able to keep the place up and running. And we forget, particularly we forget when we're not visiting those places. We have to make sure that while we're in this time of quarantine, that we don't take those places for granted, that we still continue to support them, particularly to make sure that we're financially supporting that which is good, even when we can't avail ourselves of it. So please, I ask you to please donate to your mosque. Please give to the Islamic Center of Southern California today. Your donations are needed to continue to provide the space you so adore and expect to be a part of even when you cannot for a period of time. On the screen that you're watching right now, whether it be on the center's website or on Facebook, you should see a donate button nearby please push on that donate button and give what you can to continue to support the center. Uh, It's really important that you do so and I would pray that you all would try your best to do so today. These few examples that I gave of these protected groups within our community that need extra special care and attention, including yourself as an individual, these are just some of the strikingly obvious foundational issues afoot now. But interestingly, as, as it is the case in so many stories, the solution was within us and all around us. And it is affordable and something we can begin to work on today. As you are watching this right now, wherever you are, I would like you to continue to listen. But I would also like you to step away for a minute Um, from your computer or your screen and I would like you to just fall on the ground. Just fall down on the ground where you are right now. As you are sitting or laying on the ground I want you to ask yourself what do you what would you do now? Now that you're down on the ground what what do you do now? I'll give you a second to think about it. It is my hope that your answer and action is to get back up. If that was not your first inclination, perhaps you can come to our office here in the mosque sometime to speak to us, or currently you can do that online. But if your answer and action were that you rose, then you have already begun to take the steps to instill hope back in yourself, your family, and ultimately your community. Next, you can start to remember that each one of us has a part to play in the community. And remember what your talents are and how you can parlay those talents into a vocation. How you can help others with them and ultimately your whole community. This requires you to take the steps to step into this space by offering what talents and skills you have And for the board of the mosque community to have the bandwidth and the capacity to both acknowledge and embrace what you have to bring whether your ideas are exactly alike or not there is space for us all during this time think about how you can return to meeting people face to face after this crisis passes and spend time together with no screens being fully present with each other. Connection is one of the lessons we are being alerted to here. And we are being shown that if you take this for granted, this ability to connect, it can be taken away from you. And you will be brought back to a remembrance that you are alone in this world. It is a mercy, a rahmah, that Allah Subh'anaHu Wa ta'ala, has provided us with family and friends to make this journey more tolerable and manageable. But if we cannot find a way to be grateful for those, they can be taken away from all of us. During times of crisis, some people report not knowing how to rely upon Allah Subh'anaHu Wa ta'ala. Like all muscles have to be worked out to stay in shape, so does the muscle that is spiritual in its nature. One of the aspects I like about ICSC, or the Islamic Center of Southern California, is that for decades, a dedicated group of people decided to create and put in motion courses and education that would come to benefit people decades later, particularly in their connection to spirituality. When times are good, people forgot why this exercise in spirit was so important, and for many this has been the case, as it is estimated that only about 5% of the Muslims in the United States attend mosque on a regular basis. A lesson for both those who do not attend and for those who do attend. For those who don't, the lesson becomes attend while you can, for if you are not grateful, it may not be there. A lesson for those who do attend, to realize that the form is just form and the real connection comes in the form of what is between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is not on automatic pilot. Even if you are exercising the ritual, you must still pause and truly connect to the One. If we return back to remembering what was good and finding new ways to deliver these messages during this mandatory pause that we are all in, if we retool, 30 years from now, we will have a whole new generation of prepared people to handle a crisis through particularly their relationship and connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, their reliance on Allah and the solid identities they've formed as Muslims. There is no greater relationship, nor outcome, nor opportunity than this. We have great opportunities in this time of difficulty. Take time to reconnect with loved ones. Reach out to people within the community who are isolated and to those that are most vulnerable. Like the Muslims of Medina, take time to know your brother and sister's needs so that when they need something, they don't have to ask. You already know what they need before they ask. Get out of the zones of extreme individualism and find balance in self-care and communal care. You can do this by first becoming aware of your own self. I'm going to leave some tools online for all of you to avail yourselves of on www.nefsealertherapy.wordpress.com. Again, that is www.nafshealertherapy.wordpress.com. One is a wheel. It's a round wheel cut into many spaces. It will help you gain awareness of how you currently spend your time so that you may see where you might need to make changes. Another is a worksheet to help you identify and remember what individual talents you have to bring forward to contribute to the community. And lastly, an evaluative worksheet to look at what areas you need to improve and make change and what areas are worth celebrating because they already work well. Gonna let the siren pass. All those years ago, When I first became Muslim, my adopted Muslim family from Saudi Arabia told me to take my time, to remember that I was now like a baby, reborn into another set of ways of doing things. And like babies, we need to first learn to crawl, then to walk, and then we can run. For some of us in the community, we need to relearn or learn for the first time how to take those first steps and allow ourselves without shame or pressure to first crawl, then walk, and then eventually run. If we do not allow for this, we may indeed find ourselves in peril. I pray that our community become more resilient, more aware, and more able to connect with each other and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us all, keep us safe and healthy, and may we all return to acknowledge those things which are good and best for us. And most of all, may we demonstrate to one another that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how grateful we are for what we have, is good and positive before it is all gone. Thank you and peace be with us all. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.